the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And it's here. It's Friday, Friday, Friday on the Bill Bunkley Show. Welcome to this end-of-the-week edition of uh, the show that tells you the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. Glad to be with you on this beautiful afternoon. Honored, a matter of fact, to be with you. And, um, well, we thought we were going to answer a lot of questions today. A lot of questions from 54 years ago. Well, maybe not so much. Of course, you probably know I'm talking about the JFK files. We'll get to that in a moment, uh, but at least there's a few questions that might at least be uh, somewhat answered, but they're only leading to many more questions. We'll cover all of that in just a moment. Of course, we'll be doing that from a conservative point of view. Welcome to those of you that are listening on our Faith Talk stations, those who are listening on the Answer stations, and of course, those of you who are answer who are listening on the biz this afternoon. One and all, we are delighted to have uh, you with us and to be part of our show. Well, coming up during this hour, we're going to have a chance to talk with Tom Grace at the bottom of the hour. Now, Tom has written the, the latest in the series um, of his books about uh, former Navy SEAL Nolan Kilkenny. Uh, this is the sixth in the series. It's uh, a novel called Undeniable, and uh, Tom is going to be with us uh, later on at the bottom of the hour. And reminding you, this is a part of our Regnery Publishing uh, opportunity for you to win um, uh, for five of our listeners to win five uh, copies of this brand new book from Regnery, and that'll be happening uh, next week when October thirty first rolls around. So, want to remind you of that. And uh, those of you who are following us all the way through the two hours in the second hour of the Bill Bunkley Show, which will be exclusively on our Faith Talk stations, we'll be talking with uh, Paul Batour with Focus on the Family. Uh, about uh, November being uh, National Adoption Month and uh, some of the angles on adoption that uh, you may not normally think about. And then we'll be going to uh, Hollywood, uh, talking to Ben Kaiser, Sean Hannity's uh, new movie, the first movie he's produced, along with Kevin Sorbo and uh, wife uh, Sam. Sam was uh, part of the screenplay. She also plays um, uh, Kevin's wife in the movie. Let There Be Light, and most of you have probably heard about that uh, by now. It is opening uh, today in several theaters uh, uh, around our area, and we'll have a chance to talk with Ben Kaiser about uh, that and more. Also, for our veterans in the second hour, a new movie that's uh, being released this weekend, Thank You for Your Service, which is a powerful and as well as a compelling drama about the plight of two Iraq War veterans suffering from uh, PTSD after returning home in 2007. Uh, this movie's based on a true story. We'll be uh, talking about that as well uh, during the second hour of the Bill Bunkley Show. Well, to tell you that I am uh, somewhat um, um, disappointed 
Last night, I uh, by the time I got home and uh, Mrs. Bunkley was uh, out uh, having uh, an opportunity to gather with some of her friends, I sort of went into a news blackout. In fact, uh, what about six thirty? What about seven thirty? Eight o'clock? Uh, uh, young Zachary and I we like to watch the series Go Rush, so uh, we started watching Go Rush. And so, lo and behold, when I got up this morning. And uh, one of the first things I do uh, is to uh, grab my uh, trusty smartphone, which is right next to uh, the bed, and hit the headline. So I will tell you that I was uh, I was surprised to find out about the number of files, the juicy files, if you will, that uh, the CIA decided to make their case for president before President Trump. And uh, so we didn't get all the files released. So we got some, and uh, we've got a little bit of a picture, but uh, I was uh, uh, going to be talking about the, that, that today because right here in, in Florida, uh, in general, and specifically uh, here in the Tampa Bay area, as well as down in Miami, there, when you talk about all the possible conspiracy angles to this, um, there is one that uh, has to do with a very... Uh, flamboyantly prominent uh, person that uh, was influential both here and in Havana, Cuba, and quite honestly was influential with the La Costa Nostra, which is the uh, the mafia. If you uh, caught uh, my good friend Jeff Patterson over at Newswatch 8, um, and Jeff and I have talked about this before, uh, just in general, but I mean, uh, he had his reporting about uh, Santos Traficante. Uh, who was one of the mob bosses that was operating out of uh, here in Tampa. And uh, a, a lot that is surrounding the the whole real story about one Lee Harvey Oswald and um, what his activities were. I mean, he was a former Marine, and I'm going to call him a former Marine because usually once a Marine, always Marine. But uh, he was a uh, a Marine. And uh, what we know about his activities uh, prior to the assassination on President Kennedy, though there is nothing that has been released uh, thus far that is the quote-unquote specific smoking gun that would um, absolutely unequivocally prove uh, more people involved with the the front line of a conspiracy uh, to assassinate the president. There is a lot that was going on that uh, we were hoping to have clarity on in these files. And uh, the angle, remember that um, when you look at uh, President John F. Kennedy, those that were involved with the resistance to uh, Fidel Castro, if you remember before Fidel Castro and, uh, uh, and his associates, uh, invaded the island and uh, took over the island. You had uh, uh, Mr. Batista, who was uh, the um, the political leader there in Cuba. And in the heyday before Castro took over, you 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 should know that there was a heavy involvement of uh, United States interest in terms of uh, nightclubs, in terms of casinos. Uh, in concern, uh, you know, concerning uh, organized crime uh, individuals that were involved. And one of those uh, persons that uh, was involved was Santos Traficante. 
Now, so so then you have President Kennedy, and you have the CIA, and you have uh, them planning this uh, counter uh, incursion, if you will. It was later to be known as the Bay of Pigs. And uh, so you've got the, the secret forces who have recruited Cubans to be a part of that effort. And uh, as that operation, quite frankly, goes operational, then you have President Kennedy at the last minute. Part of the component was the United States was supposed to be providing air cover. The president uh, made a decision not to send the planes. At the last moment, the air cover didn't come in. And as you probably know, that the, uh, the Bay of Pigs invasion ended up being a dismal failure. Uh, many of the uh, of the Cubans uh, fighting to take back their country from Cuba. Uh, those uh, some were killed, many were captured, and uh, a lot of the uh, uh, pro anti Castro individuals here in this country were none too happy about uh, what had happened there. And so, as we uh, consider that. Um, there's where Santos Traficante, who once he had to move out of uh, Havana, Tampa was his secondary home, but he was also very much involved uh, with uh, the city of New Orleans. We know that Oswald was uh, involved with uh, passing out uh, pro-Cuban flyers there in um, New Orleans. There's also possible connections not only with Tampa, but with Miami, with the two. I mean, we are the two uh, largest cities, especially after the the invasion by Castro and the failed mission of the Bay of Pigs. Uh, the Cuban um, uh, individuals uh, that would uh, very much uh, be involved with uh, the planning of the retaking of the island uh, they're folks from Miami and here. So we've got that. We know that uh, Oswald went to the uh, Russian embassy there in Mexico City. Uh, we're looking for the smoking gun of something that uh, specifically says that he talked about uh, assassinating the president. And then, of course, when it's all said and done, then you've got Jack Ruby. Jack Ruby was a nightclub owner there in Dallas. Uh, there's indications that he was involved with uh, organized crime say, the mafia in Chicago. Uh, he was, uh, I think it was pancreatic cancer that uh, he was diagnosed with. And so um, some of the the release that uh, we, some of the things we learned overnight, and I think this is new, is that um, somebody called uh, the FBI and tipped them off that there was going to be uh, an attempt on Oswald's life. Uh, J. Edgar Hoover called the uh, Dallas police chief and passed that along. The police chief uh, assured J. Edgar Hoover that uh, there'd be pro- uh, adequate protection. And you know what happened? He was shot uh, by Jack Ruby in the garage. Then two days after that, in the documents that were dumped last night, uh, within 48 hours, J. Edgar Hoover was already worried because of uh, Jack Ruby killing Lee Harvey Oswald before they got uh, a chance to really interrogate him or do this investigation with him alive, uh, J. Edgar Hoover was concerned about uh, the conspiracy theories that would uh, be arising. 
And that was pretty prophetic because that's uh, indeed what had happened. And so so with that, um, um going to look forward to looking through some of the new material. Here's the bottom line. Uh, I think that the CIA, uh, uh, absolutely incredible. By the way, phone lines are open. We'll have a few moments to take your calls at 877-943-9673. 877-943-9673. It's incredible that uh, uh, 25 years ago, the Congress decided that these files would be released by midnight last night. And in the last few days, it's the FBI and the CIA at the last moment, instead of uh, doing proper due diligence uh, long before the deadline, came to the president and uh, made a case that uh, releasing all the rest of what we're not seeing could be a national security um, a concern. So what's the president going to do um, with the deep state and what's happening in, in, in D.C.? Uh, I think that he was forced to make this decision. However, I think uh, Press Secretary Sari Huckabee this morning or today made it clear that even though it's a six-month extension, uh, they are going to be encouraging the uh, agencies to be withholding, um, in other words, don't wait for the six months. They are going to be uh, attempting to have these agencies release information at various points along the way during the next six months. So we thought that, uh, especially with the Tampa connection, we'd have uh, a lot of very interesting things to cover in terms of history. And uh, I was here. I uh, have met members of the Traficante family way far back as uh, 1974 or 5-ish, and uh, just part of our history here uh, in the Bay Area, a rich history indeed. Phone lines are open, 877-943-9673. What is your conspiracy theory about the assassination of John F. Kennedy? And any Tampa connections? We'll take those calls next. Don't go away. I'm Bill Bunkley. I'll be right back. Imagine sleeping in an Irish castle, celebrating St. Patrick's Day on the Emerald Isle. Travel Cats has created a St. Patrick's Irish vacation for next March so special, you'll want to bring family and friends. Tour the countryside, delight in local cuisine, dance, parades, and yes, sleep in a castle. Travel Cats offers fantastic group rates to customized destinations worldwide. Book today at 727-277-7300 or visit TravelCats.com. That's cats spelled K-A-T-Z, TravelCats.com. Stuck in an expensive timeshare contract and feel like there's no way out? I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO of Wesley Financial Group. I've helped thousands of people get rid of their timeshares. I didn't realize what I was getting into. The whole thing was just a scam. I finally found information on Chuck, and he agreed to meet us. It was just a wonderful experience because uh, he knows that business inside out, and he actually wanted to solve our problem. I fought the largest timeshare company in federal court, and yes, I won. Whether you owe ten to $250,000 on your timeshare, we can help cancel your mortgage. 
When you're approved as a client, I guarantee you a 100% success rate. We'll get you out of your timeshare, eliminate your payments, and get them off of your back permanently. And we proudly hold an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. Call Wesley Financial Group now for your free consultation at 800-786-9300. That's 800-786-9300. 800-786-9300. Sunday mornings at 730. Don't miss the crucified message with Dr. Tony Young Jr. Let me remind you, that's the way you and I have acted toward God. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. But not only that, he gives us life. He gives us health, strength, food, shelter, and clothing. The Crucified Message with Dr. Tony Young Jr. Sunday mornings at 730 on Faith Talk AM 570 and online at letstalkfaith.com. Hey, we're back. Bill Bunkley here. It is Friday afternoon, about 20 minutes past the hour. Want to remind your friends listening on the biz. Let me give you the uh, the closing numbers on uh, Wall Street. Dow Jones Industrials on this Friday afternoon up uh, 33 and change at 23,434. NASDAQ is up uh, uh, closing at 144 plus. Uh, some change is 6701. S&P up 20.67 at uh, 2581. So the market's uh, closing out on a positive note uh, this weekend. Coming up at the bottom of the hour, we'll have Tom Grace with um, a look at his brand-new novel, sixth in the series of the Nolan uh, Kilkenny thriller series. Um, It is called Undeniable. And we'll have a chance to talk about uh, cloning and DNA and... uh, this novel sort of tracks some of the things that uh, are somewhat disturbing in those areas of the sciences. So today we thought the big buzz, it is a little bit of a buzz, and that is the release of the files on the JFK assassination and uh, angles right here in Tampa and Miami and Florida. So looks like that uh, we've got uh, a little more time to wait and see if the final kernels uh, of information are going to have anything to bring light on uh, the involvement uh, of uh, the state of Florida or in Tampa. 877-943-9673. Let's head down to Sarasota. Guy's got a great name, by the way. Bill is joining us this afternoon. Bill, welcome to our program. Oh, thank you, Bill. Can you hear me? Uh, Bill to Bill, man. We are doing great this afternoon. <laughs> I, I watched Ruby uh, shoot uh, President Kennedy on the TV. Me too. And I thought it, it just strange and then later on when i heard he was captured in a movie theater mm-hmm. i said what is the guy doing that just shot the president in a movie theater so i read uh, just a few years ago the book written by harvey's lee harvey was oswald's girlfriend she's from manatee she was his girlfriend when he lived in uh, new orleans mm-hmm. and she puts a lot of pieces of the puzzle together. It's a great read. I've read it twice. And uh, What's the name of the book? It's called Me and Lee. Mm-hmm. And it's Judith Varney. And she lives there in Manatee County? She did. Interesting. She, she did. She uh, was doing cancer research uh, 
as far as to develop a cure for cancer. And, she, and when you read the book, she winds up producing or trying to produce a virus that will kill Castro. That was her job. I mean, it's you have to read the whole book, and I know I'm pulling pieces out and I shouldn't do that, but according to her, Oswald loved Kennedy, number one, and that he was just a patsy. He knew he was going to be set up, and he didn't know how to get out of it. And the other people or organizations she mentions that were involved are the CIA, the uh, Teamsters, um, the anti-Castro group mm-hmm. down there, mm-hmm. and, she, and the FBI also. She mentions all those being involved in this thing. And um, <laughs> read the book, and you'll understand more of the, uh, of the puzzle. Let's go back to, yeah, I, I, I'm very, very intrigued about that, and I will, but let's go back to your first impression, and that was, and I'm with you, I and, uh, man, I was a little guy. I, I'm going to tell you what, I was in third grade, and um, four days before the president was shot and killed in Dallas, uh, my mom and dad had me face-to-face in front of the president here in Tampa when he was at Alopez Field. Of course, hundreds of others have the same testimony. But um, I can remember uh, because I was just devastated. I mean, when my parents, my both my mom and dad, my mom, we used to walk home from school. My mom used to come get me, and then we'd walk home. But that day, I was just beside myself, unconsolably crying. And I remember my dad was there with the car with mom and dad, and we went home, and we were watching uh, the live footage because we wanted to see this guy they made the big promo that they were going to be taking him uh, from the police headquarters, and we watched it live. And then to basically uh, piece together even what's known. Here we have this guy that supposedly, supposedly is just a nightclub owner, and uh, he's mad because of what Oswald did, so he's allowed into the area with a gun, particularly after the fact that what we learned today that um, J. Edgar Hoover um, was tipped off by somebody who said that there was going to be an attempt on Oswald's life. Uh, J. Edgar Hoover called the Dallas police chief, said he had him under control, and then they shot him. Then to find out that Ruby had cancer and was probably involved with mob operations up in Chicago, um, maybe uh, Lee Harvey Oswald pulled the trigger, and on the day of the deal, it was just him. But it sure seems, Bill, that uh, there's a lot of potential other players uh, messing with uh, possibly this disturbed young man to uh, sort of help orchestrate what happened on that terrible day on November 22nd. Well, I I have to agree with you because I know where you're coming from. And after you read uh, Judith Varney's book, you may change your thinking just a little bit it's it's not a conspiracy. I myself I don't believe that Oswald actually shot the president. Really? No, no. I don't. I think he was set up as a patsy and and was assassinated by Ruby, so he couldn't talk. And then Ruby mysteriously winds up with cancer all of a sudden and dies I think within 6 months or something. That's right. A number of other people connected who were working with Oswald died also. They were doing research to um, develop a cancer virus that they were going, I think they were going to put in the Castro cigars. They were trying to kill him. And the, the whole thing after the assassination, the, the number of people that were involved there 
wound up, the woman burned to death in her home, and there were some other people that were killed, outright shot, that were tied into this thing. And it, it, uh, <laughs> I, I'm pulling too many pieces out. I, I, I Read the book, and I think you'll know where I'm coming from. Well, yeah, and thank you, because uh, I got to tell you, from from I was I, I like to say I know when I was traumatized probably had a lot to do with me being as patriotic as I am today and uh, was in the Scouts not long after that and uh, worked up to uh, Eagle Scouts so uh, I can tell you that fateful day here uh, when President Kennedy was in Tampa and four days later was shot and killed even to this day has a profound effect so maybe uh, Bill and I in Sar- Bill in Sarasota Bill in Tampa here one day. We'll get uh, more of the last tidbits of the truth because I think, Bill, it's the final things that uh, uh, could could very well be, uh, if there's any kind of a bombshell, that's what it is because why else would they keep it secret other than protecting people in, say, Mexico, you know, here or whatever. But, Bill, thanks for being part of our show today. Okay. All righty. All right, let's uh, take a break. When we come back, uh, Tom Grace is going to be with me. Yes, he's author of the book that we're giving away five copies this month. It's called Undeniable. And it's uh, undeniable that Tom's going to be talking about uh, DNA and going to talk about cloning. All that and more coming up on the Bill Bunkley Show next. Don't go away. I'll be right back. SRN News, I'm Rich Thomason in Washington. The White House talking about the latest revelations regarding Russia's role in last year's U.S. presidential election. White House Press Secretary Sarah Sanders saying all of the money that's been spent chasing down baseless allegations against President Trump is money down the drain. She says the focus should be on the Democrats and Hillary Clinton. Back-to-back hurricanes could not derail the U.S. economy in the third quarter. It grew at a solid annual rate of 3%, the first time in three years that growth hit at least 3% for two consecutive quarters. Tiger Woods has pleaded guilty to reckless driving, resulting from an incident five months ago in Florida, part of a plea deal allowing Woods to avoid trial and possibly jail time. The Dow closed up 33 points. The Nasdaq gained 144 points for a record close. More details at srnnews.com. As grateful as we are, the cost of saying thanks with turkey, dressing, and all the fixings can really add up. And then Christmas shopping. Here at Faith Talk, we want to bless you and help you bless others with the $3,500 thanks giveaway. Click the contest tab at letstalkfaith.com. Sign up before November 20th, and you could have 3,500 more reasons to say thanks. The $3,500 thanks giveaway. Click the contest tab at letstalkfaith.com. Tired of just the milk of the word? Ready for some steak from the scriptures? Come to Bible College. This is Dr. Rod White, president of Solar Scriptura Bible College. Now time and finances are no longer an issue. Total investment for everything is $1,000 a year. Two Saturdays a month, you will be mentored by trained professors. Study every chapter in the Bible in four years. Join us at Sola Scriptura. 
as we study the mind and heart of God as revealed in His Word, the Bible, call me at 727-614-6372 for an info packet. Start studying the meat of the Word. Call me at 727-614-6372 for an info packet. That's 727-614-6372. CM Bible College. That's Sola Scriptura Bible College. What if the only way you had to feed your family was stolen from you by a cruel disease? For the farmer whose hands are now useless, leprosy is a cruel thief. Leprosy's power to cripple, disfigure, and shame is as strong as it's ever been. Call American Leprosy Missions right now, 800-443-0838, 800-443-0838. That's 800-443-0838. Or give online at StopLeprosyNow.com. Do you have a cracked or broken windshield and full coverage insurance? Do you want a new windshield at no charge and up to $100 cash back on the spot for your damaged windshield? Call Autoglass America today at 813-96-GLASS. They work for you, not your insurance company. 813-96-GLASS. 813-96-GLASS. We turn your broken glass into cold hard cash. Autoglass America. Hi, this is Pastor Al. Got a Bible question? Wondering what the Bible has to say about current events? Join me Sunday nights at 11 on Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN for Late Night Live with Pastor Al as I take your questions about Bible prophecy and current events, creation and evolution, Israel and the Middle East, angels and extraterrestrials, sin and salvation, and a whole lot more. Bring an open mind and an open Bible because you never know what we're going to talk about next. Sunday nights at 11 on Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN. Hey, we're back. Bill Bunkley here. Before we uh, mix a little bit of uh, fiction with fact, I want to remind you that uh, it's going to be a great weekend to head on out to our friends at Revar Buick GMC. In fact, uh, just a few hours ago, my uh, CPA, my accountant, actually is in Brandon. So uh, between uh, North Hillsborough and Brandon, four times a year, I have to uh, venture out there to pick up our quarterlies. And those of you who are in small business know that uh, you've got to get those filed before the end of the month. Well, I came back uh, on Highway 60 and uh, drove by Rivard Buick GMC. And I want to tell you what an impressive site it is in terms of their emphasis of being the number one volume uh, GMC uh, Sierra dealer all throughout West Central Florida and up and down the I-4 corridor. I want to tell you, all every single vehicle that was in front of that lot was a Sierra pickup truck and uh, many more on the side. And I want to tell you what, what an impressive inventory. And right now, you can have some big savings, over $10,000 on selected Sierra 1500s of uh, 2017 era. And uh, they're right now going to be very, very attractive for you to get in on the savings. Now, if you don't believe me, take the Bill Bunkley Challenge. Go right now to RevardBuickGMC.com. That's RevardBuickGMC.com. And as soon as you land on the page, just scroll down and look at all of those uh, 2017 Sierras. Got some great Denali's there as well. All sorts of colors, all sorts of packages. But the most important thing is look at the discount from the manufacturer's suggested retail price. And then 
what the advertised price before you even go to the dealership. Look at those deep, deep discounts. Well, here's what you need to do. They're the number one volume GMC Sierra dealer. Don't you dare even think about buying a Sierra from any other dealer until you go and check out the inventory and the prices of our Buick GMC. They're conveniently located just off I-75 in Brandon. Just head west on uh, Highway 60, Adamo Drive, for about a mile. And uh, Rivard Buick GMC will be on the right-hand side. You can call them before you go at 813-620-6500, 813-620-6500. By the time you check out that website and you head out, and it's going to be worth the drive for you to do so, tell them Bill Bunkley sent you because there you can get your very, very best uh, opportunity for your very, very best deal. Well, Let's have a little discussion. I love when uh, very educated authors will help us to understand what's happening around us uh, in terms of uh, how you know technology, all sorts of areas of our life are, are really just expanding so quickly. And, uh, you know, what was meant for good sometimes, well, gets also recast for bad. Today, I'm going to be talking about uh, the sixth book in a series from Tom Grace. And I want to remind you that uh, uh, this book we're talking about this afternoon, this novel, Undeniable, it is our focus book here. And what that means is with our partnership with our Salem um, affiliate, uh, which is uh, Regnery Publishing, we're going to give away five copies of this book uh, come October 31st. And remind you that you can go to our website either at am860theanswer.com, am860theanswer.com, or am930theanswer.com, and you can enter in our contest to win a copy of Tom Grace's new novel, uh, Undeniable. Uh, We're going to be giving away five of those at the end of the month. And remember that you can register the win each and every day, and that increases your chances. And so I want to tell you, this is one that... uh, you're going to want to have in your hands, especially uh, getting into the Thanksgiving and the uh, the Christmas sort of time of the year. It's going to be a very, very intriguing read. With that, Tom Grace is uh, with us this afternoon. He, of course, he is the author, and he is an acclaimed international best-selling author of thriller novels featuring former Navy SEAL Nolan Kilkenny, including uh, Spiderweb, Quantum, Dark Ice, Fatal Orbit, and The Secret Cardinal. He's also author of the political thriller, thriller of The Liberty Intrigue. Uh, believe it or not, he's an architect uh, by profession in private practice and uh, resides with his family in Michigan. And I hear Michigan got the first uh, snowstorm up there, Tom. With that, glad to have you with us today. Well, thanks, Lou. Where I'm at, it's not snowing yet. Ah, but it's coming, right? Well, as they say on the Game of Thrones, winter is coming. (laughs) Very good. Tom Grace, tell me, how does an architect, um, how do you balance this? I mean, on one hand, some of us, now don't take this wrong, but we kind of picture an architect, you know, kind of a numbers guy, a ruler guy, and kind of a creative guy there. How did this whole expertise, this gift you've been given, especially, with uh, the uh, Nolan Kakeli, uh sort of uh, um, the six different novels, how did all this come about? Well, I've always liked stories, and I'm Irish, so being a storyteller sort of comes in the DNA. <laughs> so there's that. But basically, both jobs are identical. I start with a blank piece of paper, and people pay me to make stuff up. And so, and whether, whether I draw a building or write a story, I, I'm making stuff up. 
Now, do you make? Is it all in your mind, or you make it up as you go? Uh, no, I, I usually come up with an idea, and, and all my stories start off with some little kernel of an idea. Um, the, the first book, the book I introduced Nolan Kilkenny in Spiderweb, is industrial espionage, and I happened to be working for an architecture firm in Chicago. I was a very young pup at the time, and I was doing programming for them. And we got involved in a joint venture with IBM, and they had us paint this room black, and you know the, the windows had to be painted black, and they had card readers on it, and only a few people go in there and work with the IBM computer that was a prototype. And we're, we're in a skyscraper. Why are we painting the windows black? And IBM said, see that building across the street? That's Xerox. They're the enemy. Mm. And there's industrial espionage. So that, that's kind of a cool idea. I bet I could you know, have companies spying on each other, and that sort of spun out the whole thing about um, spiderweb. So each one of my books has these little intriguing things. Uh, the Secret Cardinal was born out of a, a congressional speech given by Senator Lieberman when um, Cardinal Ignatius Kungpin Mai died in Connecticut. And he, used, he referenced that this guy had been a secret cardinal and had been imprisoned in China for you know, decades. And I'd never heard that term before, and it got me digging into it and you know, became the genesis of a jailbreak thriller. Now, as we get to this sixth in the series, and uh, by the way, if you're just joining us, the book I'm highly recommending this afternoon is also our Regnery book giveaway for the month. It is Undeniable, uh, written by my guest this afternoon, Tom Grace. So let's pick up this story here because now we've got a situation where your lead central uh, actor uh, in this particular story is now involved with trying to save a life. And in the process of saving a life, things really start taking off and unwinding. Uh, we don't want to give the whole book away, but kind of set this up for us. Well, he is found in the donor registry list as a good match for a, a young boy in Florida, in fact, at the University of Florida, um, who's needs a transplant, needs a chunk of his liver, which, you know, will grow back, which is great. Nolan being a good guy and having lost his wife and child, you know, is sentimental toward children. So he immediately hops in the plane and flies over to, to help. And as they're doing the genetic work, they realize he's not just a, a, a good blind match. He's too good to be a blind match. He's actually a familial match. It says, how, you know, and it turns out this kid is his half-brother. And the question is, how did this come to be? You know, his, his mother passed away long ago, but his father's still alive. But you know, his father's a decent, upstanding guy and has never done this. And how could this child have the same father as he does? And it turns out we're getting into because we're getting so good with DNA, that it's no longer just a man-woman the normal way you'd have a child made like that, but there are other ways to do it, and ways that nefarious people could use to uh, blackmail people, ex- you know, extortion, all kind of thing. What well, we kind of trust watching all these CSI shows, you know, the DNA test always you know, points to who the killer is, points to who the father of the child is. We're getting so good with DNA that we may no longer be able to trust the DNA tests. Mm. Well, let's talk about some of the footprints for this, because uh, first of all, um, I always keep a watchful eye of uh, any new information coming out on uh, 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 talk about cloning uh, when we talk about using stem cells, particularly embryonic stem cells. And, uh, of course, we have uh, been uh, witnesses to some um, disputes between lawyers, people who are married or not married, and uh, uh, sometimes they have frozen some of their embryos or their sperm. Talk about this because on one hand, uh, we've got science uh, supposedly moving ahead uh, for all the good things this may bring. But what you do in this story is uh, really get us to start thinking about all of the potential nefarious things that uh, can happen uh, in this uh, this unbrave new world, but uh, uh, particularly an unregulated new world. 
Exactly. I mean, the, the law and, and morality and ethics tend to, tend to lag behind scientific advances. So we're coming up with these great new techniques, you know, that, that could be used for very positive things, disease curing. Um, the stories earlier this year, we had the university or the university group in Oregon and another research group in China both announcing that they had used CRISPR techniques to correct a gene defect, a known gene defect in a single-celled embryo. So what they did is they created a test tube baby, much like that baby that was made 30 years ago. They made one in the lab, and while it was still one cell, they used a CRISPR technique to go into that cell and correct a defect that they knew was going to be in there. They knew they could find it, and they just wanted to see if that technique would work, and it did. When that cell started replicating and started, you know, the normal gestation process of becoming a human being got up to many cells. They pulled some of those new cells out and took a look at them, and sure enough, the defect was gone. This is a good thing. But if you can rewrite a piece of DNA and you know what you're looking for, what's to stop somebody from going to look for those 13 little pieces of DNA that all the CSI people look at when they're doing a DNA test, when they're swabbing the stuff in the field? They don't look at the whole human genome when they do the crime scene stuff or when they do a paternity test because it would take too long. It took 13 years to decode one person's genome the first time they did it. Mm -hmm. So when they do this, they look at 13 little things. It's the equivalent of looking at a roadmap of the entire United States and deciding where you're at based on 13 you know, off-ramps. Well, that's all they're looking at, 13 cul-de-sacs mm. kind of thing. So they look at these short little pieces. We all have them, and they know where to find them on our genome. They can put markers and tags, and they make millions of copies of those 13 little pieces. They ignore everything else, and that's what they feed into the machine to decide to do the DNA test. If you know where those 13 little pieces are, you can make a test tube, baby. Rewrite those 13 little pieces, and suddenly you can get somebody convicted for paternity who wasn't anywhere near this child. And the whole rest of the genome is not even there. It's just those 13 little pieces. Say, you know, you're in the group of people that now are in it. And that's the cute little trick of the, the DNA test. It does not say you did it. What it says is you are excluded from the group of people who could have left this DNA here, or you are included in the group of people who could have left. So lots of people can be in the group of people who could have left DNA at a crime scene. So you need more than just DNA evidence to actually convict someone. Mm. Got about a minute and a half, and uh, uh, Tom Grace is going to hold over on a break. Uh, today, uh, to what degree, uh, whether we have a hospital visit or a doctor's visit or whatnot, and for those who want to be possibly nefarious, how much of our footprints are we leaving behind just in everyday life? In the hospitals, not so much. I mean, there may be some genetic material left in there, but a lot of that stuff gets disposed of. I'd be more concerned about the fact that we now have these less than $100 DNA tests, you know, from Ancestry to you know, do your Ancestry at 23andMe, which will do some genetic markers in there to see if you have maybe the BRCA gene that's defective, you know, that kind of stuff. But the whole genome, I mean, when you put that saliva test or that blood test or whatever in there for a DNA test, it's, it's there. It's recorded somewhere. If um, we start using that for biometrics in, in identity analysis, that becomes a dangerous thing to be leaving around somewhere if it can get hacked. All right. More intriguing conversation with Tom Grace. And by the way, we're recommending uh, his brand new novel, Undeniable, which is the sixth in the series of the uh, Nolan uh, Kilkenny thriller series more with tom grace the bill bunkley show and i'm going to follow up that question on all those dna kits i want to know uh, what tom grace uh, feels about us number one uh, sending our dna off and number two just how accurate are those studies we'll see uh, what his thoughts are on that on bill bunkley show don't go away we'll be right back
Self-checkout seems convenient, but the store is the big winner. They save tons of money on labor, but you pay the same price. Sound fair to you? With Mr. Sparky, if you request an electrician at MrSparkyFlorida.com, we'll knock 40 bucks off the cost of our basic service call. That's right. Request an electrician at MrSparkyFlorida.com, and the service call is only $19. And I understand there's a new jingle. Problems with electric, something's wrong. Click MrSparkyFlorida.com. Uh, yeah, we'll work on that. What do you say when you're asked about abortion, suicide, euthanasia, and capital punishment? You know how you feel, but can you share your thoughts effectively, compassionately? Do you know what the Bible says? Now you can, with the help of Pastor Philip DeCourcy from Know the Truth Radio. Not all killing is murder. There is a distinction between taking innocent life and taking the life of those guilty of heinous crimes. Pastor Philip wants you to have a free USB flash drive with his biblical teachings on matters of life and death. Just log on to our station website and use the keyword life. When God dies in the mind of a culture, man dies. Pastor Philip confronts the moral issues of our time in matters of life and death. It could help you influence others to preserve, not destroy life. Ask for your free USB flash drive. Log on to letstalkfaith.com, keyword life. That's letstalkfaith.com, keyword life. There is a devastating disease crippling children, disfiguring them, leaving once beautiful faces marked with the unmistakable signs of leprosy, causing them to live a life of pain, shame, and isolation. Call American Leprosy Missions right now, 800-443-0838, 800-443-0838. That's 800-443-0838. Or give online at StopLeprosyNow.com. Bill Bunkley here. Have you thought about how many people were involved in your last car or truck purchase? The salesperson, the sales manager, the general manager, finance and insurance managers, and on and on it goes. Getting through the sale can be a real grind. Not so at Rivard Buick GMC. When you buy from Rivard, the process is so streamlined that from the handshake on throughout the entire transaction, even finance and insurance, you work with one person and one person only. No other dealership does it this way. Such a refreshing way to buy a vehicle. And one of the family owners is always on hand should you need that special Rivard touch. Rivard is Florida's largest selling GMC Sierra dealer with over 100 in stock at all times. Check out the savings today at RivardBuickGMC.com. Once again, that website is RivardBuickGMC.com. Or visit Rivard on Route 60 in Brandon. And when you do... Tell them Bill Bunkley sent you. Proud to be an American? My husband, Dominic, and I thank God we are. I'm Lois Falconetti of Dominic's Blinds and Decor. We sell American-made, not like our competitors. We're a Hunter Douglas dealer, which gives a lifetime warranty. We do repairs and at-home drapery cleaning. Tell us you're a veteran, first responder, or proud American. We'll give a donation to St. Jude. See us at Clark & McIntosh or call 922-2345. Remember, Dominic's Blinds, American-made. Not from China. Saturday afternoons at 4.30. Join Pastor John Couch for This Day in the Word. He says, if you really want to run hard after me, lay everything on your altar and put your Isaac on the altar and back away and say, God, this is your deal. This is for your praise and your glory, man. I'm all about you. I'm in. This Day in the Word with Pastor John Couch. Saturday afternoons at 4.30. On Faith Talk 570 WTBN, online at letstalkfaith.com. 
Welcome back, Bill Bunkley, on his Friday afternoon. My guest is Tom Grace, talking about his uh, brand-new novel, Undeniable. Yes, that's the same novel that uh, we've been featuring this month from Regnery Publishing. And uh want to get your name in the hat uh, for this uh, at either am860theanswer.com or am930theanswer.com. Five copies will be given away at the end of the month. I wanted to ask Tom Grace about the, the new Fed, and that is, uh, hey, uh, give you a little swab, send it in, and we'll tell you uh, what countries you're from or if you're Native American. Number one, uh, Tom Grace, from what you know about all this new unfolding science, uh, number one, would you do that? Number two, how reliable do you think it is? I have done it, and it's actually pretty reliable. And but it's again, it's all data. So the early ones were probably fairly broad and loose, but as they get more and more people doing it, you're seeing more genetic material or more. There's more data points in the database, basically. So the data is becoming more accurate. Um, we did one with my mother-in-law because we knew her parents both came from the same little town. It was now uh, just outside of uh, Vilnius, Lithuania, and sure enough. Her her dot you know was, was one spot one hundred percent from that little area of the Pale of Russia. That was it. She had no other DNA in her system because her family had lived there for you know twenty generations before they emigrated here. So it was kind of neat to see that because my wife you know had, having a, a father and all that added up. She had much larger blobs all over Europe, but her mom was just one spot right there. I tell you what, that's very convincing. All right, let's go back to the novel. We got a little action with uh, Miami Airport. Got a little action with Central Florida. I got some plays on Gainesville, Florida here, as you said. So tell us a little bit uh, as to uh, a couple things you can give away. Got a couple of three minutes left, but a couple of three nuggets you can give away to just really spark some interest for folks to pick up your novel. Well, it's it's an action thriller, and it's set in this crime investigation. Nolan Cook County is investigating a situation in which his father was essentially extorted in a paternity case that he couldn't deny. It was a he-said-she-said DNA test set, and even his own lawyer didn't believe him. But we're getting into this world where this kind of thing is now possible. You, you, you can create kids in a Petri dish. You can have kids. We've already got legal situations where you know children have three or four parents. Mm involved that, that you know different biology and surrogate parents and, and so it's, we're getting into a strange new world of dna as data it's no longer the miraculous molecule of life it's it's just data and if we can manipulate it we can hack it we can we can do things with it so he's dropped down to the rabbit hole of science this now taking this very incredible reproductive technology and then using it to actually exploit people because we believe these tests are true we know that in a court of law they will result you know in a certain way you can actually make a dna test lie now instead of using it to tell the truth you can use it to tell a lie and in dropping down that rabbit hole he's involved being chased with a lot of people who are doing some very bad things you know we've got a, a serial kidnapper involved in this book we've got the, the, the mob and even chinese intelligence are involved when it all wraps up now, if someone reads this one first, and then they're exposed to you, Tom, and say, you know what, this was just awesome, um, the, how can they, will it all make sense to go back and pick up the series with the first book? Absolutely. Um, and you can read any of it in any order. I mean, it helps with some of the backstory stuff in terms of, you know, quite obviously Nolan managed to survive somehow from book to book because he's in all of them. But <laughs> how he survives, I, I don't spoil you. 
on that one. Um, there's some hints. This one's very closely time-framed to uh, The Secret Cardinal, so it picks right up right after that. So you'll, there's some things in there. But uh, but if you like this one, it's no problem jumping back to the earlier ones and reading through. I mean, the, the only bad thing I might say is that you know some of the technology, because some of the older books are older, you'll look at it and say, you know, boy, this isn't cutting edge anymore. And that's the only problem of doing a techno thriller these days is things that I do that are cutting edge at the time of the hardcover, by the time the paperback comes out, some of them may have already been in the news for six months. You know, the technology moves that fast. You know, it's not like when Jules Verne was writing about submarines. It took 100 years or something mm-hmm. to build one. I did some stuff in a, one of my computer books that showed up between the, the hardcover and the paperback. Mm. It was that fast. And now people look at it, and it's like a, it's a historical record rather than something that's so far cutting edge. Mm-hmm. Well, I want to tell you, we still got a cutting edge book here. And so uh, one yeah, of the high- thrills are there. I just highly want to recommend pick this one up because this would be a great read as the holidays are coming up. Tom Grace has been my guest. The book is Undeniable, number six in the series of uh, a Nolan Kilkenny uh, thriller. And uh, with that, Tom Grace, uh, we wish you well, and uh, thank you very much for being with us. Thank you for having me, Bill. God bless you, my friend. Again, that is Tom Grace. The book is Undeniable, and I uh, highly recommend that this afternoon. And uh, it, it is a, it is a fun thing. It's a great read. And what I like about uh, what I like about what Tom is doing and, and other authors like him, we uh, that are very busy, it's hard for us to maybe keep up with uh, some of the 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 hard reads in terms of scientific research. But when you overlay what's happening uh, in real time to a novel and the intrigue of, hey, how did this young man be my half brother? What was happening? Uh, track that back. Uh, you know, here, there. Is there a birth certificate? How, you know, putting all that together, it is. Uh, it's it's a great read. Well, I'm going to wrap up the first hour of the Bill Bunkley Show. I want to tell you that my colleague Jay Sekulow will be along on AM eight sixty and nine thirty, and uh, also for those of you on the biz this afternoon, we'll bid you uh, farewell until Monday. But I want to remind you that I always invite you to come on over and join me on AM five seventy or AM nine ten or in Lakeland at one hundred two point one. For the second hour of the Bill Bunkley Show, that's coming up in just a moment. And as I said, we're going to have uh, a chance to uh, talk with our friends out at Focus on the Family. And also, we're going to be talking about that brand new movie with Sean Hannity along with uh, Kevin uh, Swerbo. More of the Bill Bunkley Show coming up there. Hope to see you then. From Paramount Pictures and Pure Flix comes Same Kind of Different as Me. Ron and Debbie Hall have everything they could ever want, except for a loving marriage. But when Debbie befriends a homeless man, their lives begin to intersect, and they are all changed forever. Amazing. How far a little 10, 11 chair can go? Same Kind of Different as Me, based on the incredible true story and best-selling book, Now Playing. Rated PG-13. May be inappropriate for children under 13. For tickets and showtimes, go to samekindofdifferentasmemovie.com. Franklin Graham calls it a must-see. Don't you dare tell me about the love and the compassion of your so-called God. Mike Huckabee calls it a giant step forward for the faith-based genre. Do you believe that God hears? God always answers prayers. Jerry Falwell Jr. says Let There Be Light offers forgiveness and hope when it's needed most. Kevin Sorbo and Sean Hannity present the most anticipated Christian movie of the year. Let There Be Light. Rated PG-13. May be inappropriate for children under 13. Now playing. Find a theater at letthereBeLightMovie.com. 
Faith Talk 570 WTBN Pinellas Park. Online at letstalkfaith.com. A service of the Salem Media Group. News this hour from townhall.com. I'm Val Dior. The nation's top law enforcement officer is underscoring President Trump's vow to combat the opioid epidemic on all fronts. Attorney General Sessions was at JFK Airport addressing DEA agents, Customs and Border Patrol, and postal inspectors, including one who intercepted 30 illicit fentanyl shipments in two months. A growing amount in fentanyl in particular is coming through our mail system. And he says prosecuting doctors who overprescribe opioids will help. I think we're going to see far more uh, careful scrutiny of prescriptions. But Sessions says the majority of dangerous drugs are still coming from across the border. Julie Walker, New York. The president is promising a massive advertising campaign as part of his administration's response to the worst drug crisis in U.S. history. Does the attack on conservatives continue? Well, syndicated talk show host Dennis Prager thinks so, and he is suing Google and its subsidiary YouTube, alleging the video site restricts his videos because of conservative content. They took down my video on the Ten Commandments, thou shalt not kill. How's that? That's really inappropriate for kids. Prager alleges that Google has placed age restrictions on his videos, which is limiting the audience. Prager's radio show is syndicated by the Salem Radio Network, parent company of SRN News. An analysis of U.S. weather data shows that winter is coming later and leaving earlier, especially since 1980. So far this season, only 40 percent of the lower 48 have had a freeze compared to nearly two-thirds in a normal year. Last year was even more extreme. The changes mean more fruits and veggies, but also more allergies and more pests. On Wall Street today, the Dow was up 33 to close at 23,434. NASDAQ up 144 to close at 6701. The S&P 500 closed up 21 to 2581. This is Town Hall News. Are you among the millions of Americans who feel uncertain when it comes to their health care? We are happy to inform you that there is a solution, and that solution is Liberty HealthShare. Liberty HealthShare is a community of like-minded people that work together to pay for their medical costs. There are no networks, so you get to choose your doctor and hospital. Liberty HealthShare allows you to easily decide how, when, and where you will access health care. It could be the best practical, moral, and economical choice for you and your family. Starting at $107 a month for a single, up to $449 a month for a family. That's mom, dad, and all kids. This is the way healthcare should be. For more information, call 855-585-4237 or visit libertyhealthshare.org. That's libertyhealthshare.org. And regain control over your healthcare costs. Together, we're changing healthcare for good. Cuba presents a detailed defense against sonic attack charges. In a half-hour primetime special, Cuban officials gave a spirited defense last night against U.S. accusations that American diplomats stationed in Havana have been targeted by mysterious sonic attacks. The TV special was titled Alleged Sonic Attacks, and in it, the program's narrator said the members of the U.S. delegation said they don't have evidence that confirms that these reported attacks occurred. The U.S. State Department asserts the attacks began late in 2016, continuing into this year and affected 24 U.S. officials or their relatives. Some of the physical ailments include headaches, hearing problems, and concussions. I'm Mike Rossia. 
The booking of uh, Justin Timberlake for the Super Bowl halftime show has triggered a backlash from women and minorities. They say Janet Jackson was unfairly forced to pay a far higher price than Timberlake over uh, the wardrobe malfunction at the big game in 2004. The NFL claims Janet Jackson has not been banned from performing. CVS is in talks to buy insurance company Aetna. Linda Kenyon has more. CVS Health is offering to buy the third largest health insurer in a deal that could be worth as much as $60 billion. The Wall Street Journal reports CVS might pay more than $200 a share for Aetna's stock. CVS Health is the nation's second largest drugstore chain. It also processes more than a billion prescriptions annually as a pharmacy benefits manager, while Aetna insures more than 22 million people. Correspondent Linda Kenyon the sentencing phase is still underway at Fort Bragg for Bo Bergdahl, and testimony continues. Former Navy SEAL James Hatch's career as a commando, it ended in a firefight while searching for Bergdahl. Hatch says at first he wanted to kill the Army sergeant who endangered his comrades by abandoning his post in Afghanistan, but now a dishonorable discharge is the punishment he wants most. Bergdahl faces up to life in prison for misbehavior before the enemy and desertion. He pled guilty last week. This is Town Hall News. This hour of the Bill Bunkley Show is sponsored by EDI Travel. Christ demands first place. There's no room on the throne of your heart for two gods. This is the Bill Bunkley Show on Faith Talk 570 and 910 WTBN. Our rights come from nature and God and not from governments. History will record with the greatest astonishment that those who had the most to lose did the least to prevent its happening. Phone lines are open in Hillsboro, 813-287-5700 or toll free 1-877-943-9673. As for me and my house, we've already made a decision. We are going to serve the law. And that's a decision that every single person here tonight has to make. You either have to decide that you're going to serve the gods of materialism all around are the true and the living God. And now, the president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. Here's Bill Bunkley. Good afternoon and welcome back to the Bill Bunkley Show, second hour on this Friday afternoon. Special welcome to those of you who might have been listening to our first hour on our answer stations or over on the biz. Glad to have you with us this afternoon. Well, on Fridays, we do a couple of special things in this second hour. First of all, we head out to uh, focus on the family. And uh, we just got a great partnership there, not only with our daily programming, both morning and afternoon here of their wonderful informative show. But we get a chance to talk about topics each week. So coming up in a moment, Paul Batura, who is vice president of communications for Focus. We're going to be shining a light on something that's going to be happening in just a few days. November, it is actually Adoption Awareness Month. And uh, we're going to have a chance to have an in-depth conversation about uh, maybe uh, one or two of the aspects surrounding the abortion issue uh, and the adoption issue that uh, you might not uh, necessarily always think about. So that's coming up in just a moment. We want you to stay tuned. Then we'll head from Colorado Springs, Colorado, all the way out to California. And Ben Kaiser is going to be along uh, with our weekly report from Movie Guide. And uh, the much-anticipated Sean Hannity movie, along with Kevin Sorbo and Sam Sorbo, Let There Be Light. We'll be talking about that. We'll talk, be talking about a movie called Thank You for Your Service about uh, post-traumatic stress syndrome. And we'll also talk about Delt, and that's about uh, Richard Turner 
a blind individual who uh, actually is an expert to magician at cards. All that and more in the Bill Bunkley Show. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Because he loves- Pastor, as you witness what's happening locally and nationally, do you wonder how you and your congregation can truly impact the world around you? The Acts 2028 Pastor Network is here for you. We'll help you engage in a community of like-minded leaders, provide practical, trustworthy education on the issues we're facing, and empower you with free, personalized tools to impact the culture as you lead God's people. Get the help you need at 2028pastors.com or email info at 2028pastors.com. Is this thing on? Okay. This is Dr. Rod, and I am the president of Sola Scriptura Bible College. I am taping radio spots here on WTBN. I don't know anything about radio, but I do know a great Bible college. Here's the bare facts. Bible college, $1,000 a year for everything. Study every chapter of the Bible in four years. Be mentored by professors with earned degrees. Classes meet only two Saturdays a month. Let's see, I'm forgetting something. Oh yeah, $1,000 a year total investment, whole Bible chapter by chapter, trained professors, meets only two Saturdays a month. Oh yeah, call me for information at 727-614-6372. That's right, call me at 727-614-6372. At these prices, I can't afford a full-time secretary. 727-614-6372. When most people hear the word leprosy, they wonder if it still even exists. But leprosy does exist. It's a disease that cripples and disfigures, sinking adults and children alike into lives of shame and isolation. Call American Leprosy Missions right now, 800-443-0838, 800-443-0838, that's 800-443-0838, or give online at StopLeprosyNow.com. Bill Bunkley here for my friends at EDI Travel. If you're a pastor of a church or a leader of an organization who has ever dreamed about leading a trip to the Holy Land, be sure to consult with the professionals at EDI Travel, just named again for the third year in a row, the very best Holy Land tour company by TripAdvisor. EDI Travel will start with what your group wants to see and customize your own very special tour. All-inclusive tour packages are EDI's specialty. The price for your trip covers everything. Flights, ground transportation, accommodations, tax, tips, and admissions, leaving you and your group with no surprises. Whether your group is first-time or returning travelers, they are the professionals who will make the experience great for everyone. Set your sights on Jerusalem, Nazareth, Bethlehem, the Sea of Galilee, the Jordan River, and much, much more. Call now to get your EDI trip planned today at 727-460-1225. That's 727-460-1225. Bill Bunkley here. Have you thought about how many people were involved in your last car or truck purchase? The salesperson, the sales manager, the general manager, finance and insurance managers, and on and on it goes. Getting through the sale can be a real grind. Not so at Rivard Buick GMC. When you buy from Rivard, the process is so streamlined that from the handshake on throughout the entire transaction, even finance and insurance, you work with one person and one person only. No other dealership does it this way. Such a refreshing way to buy a vehicle. And one of the family owners is always on hand should you need that special Rivard touch. 
Rivard is Florida's largest selling GMC Sierra dealer with over 100 in stock at all times. Check out the savings today at RivardBuickGMC.com. Once again, that website is RivardBuickGMC.com. Or visit Rivard on Route 60 in Brandon. And when you do, tell them Bill Bunkley sent you. Saturday mornings at 8, Ask an Attorney with Joe Pippen. In the benefit of the trust is no probate, no guardianship, quick, easy, fast, efficient, and private documents. And uh, in this case, we provided for each of them for the rest of their life with some security factor there and also provided for their children. Ask an Attorney with Joe Pippen. Saturday mornings at 8 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at letstalkfaith.com. And we're back. Bill Bunkley here. It's a Friday afternoon, and that means that uh, we have our weekly time with our friends in Colorado Springs, Colorado, and that's Focus on the Family. November is Adoption Awareness Month, and since that is uh, right around the corner, we want to get an early start on uh, talking about how you might uh, play a role in this. And uh, by the way, there's roles to be played even if you're not the adoptive parents. Joining me today is uh, Paul Batura, who is Vice President of Communications for Focus on the Family. Uh, he has um, been responsible for media relations, internal communications, guest relations, community relations, and as well as the ministries, Colorado Springs Neighbors. More than two decades of diverse experience in news media, broadcast, journalism, journalism and the such. And uh, he joined the Focus on the Family back in 1998. And uh, Paul, good to have you with us this afternoon as we talk about a very important subject. Uh, it's always great to be with you, Bill, and uh, it's always great to talk about the issue of adoption. It has changed the world in so many ways, and I know a lot of your listeners, it's impacted their lives as well. Mm. Well, being an adoptive uh, parent myself uh, of our young son, and uh, been an advocate for that uh, for my 20-year-plus service uh, to the Florida legislature, it's uh, very close to my heart. But, you know, let's start with the uh, the supreme adoption. For those of us who are followers of Christ, we know that uh, adoption should be very important to every one of us because we are adoptive children. That's the first thing I'd like you to weigh in on. Mm, we are indeed, and I'll tell you, it, it's it, there's a parallel there because there's when a child is welcomed into a home, uh, you know, there's nothing that they do uh, to uh, warrant the rights that they receive. I mean, they're they're alive, they get welcomed in, and immediately upon the adoption. They have all the rights of a biological child. And in so many ways, that's our faith. There's nothing we've done that warrants uh, the gift of eternal life. It, you know, we can't earn it. We can't uh, negotiate our way uh, into it. We simply receive it as a gift. And we are. All of us are adopted into God's family. And that is the best family of all with the, the, the greatest reward of all awaiting us. So I, I love when you try and draw that uh, parallel between earthly adoption and eternal, because it is it is truly a picture of the gospel. Mm. And uh, even this morning, as I was uh, reading through uh, um, Jeremiah today as part of my annual walk through the scriptures, it just reminded me today, both in the Old Testament, and Paul had a lot to say in the New Testament as well, about uh, widows and orphans. And um, 
when you think about uh, the fact that we should have a special care or a special eye for those uh, individuals, the idea that I think adoption is just a, a parallel track to what God's called us to do is uh, so very important. And, and oftentimes, um, we have a society where there's so many things here in America that can distract us. Uh, I fear that sometimes even we who are believers, we who are part of the body, uh, sometimes uh, it's very easy to walk by situations that, uh, uh, in another sense, that God would be saying, hey, you know, I am I am bringing this into your universe this moment, this day, because you might be able to, to have an impact. Talk about that, because we've got a lot of Christians in America, and we certainly out outnumber the children need to be adopted, and uh, if we were very responsible and true to the word, I don't think that uh, we would have either a foster care problem or an adoption problem. Your thoughts? Yeah, of the many wonderful attributes of the Bible, it's timelessness is what uh, continues to get us, I think, doesn't it? The fact that this book was written thousands of years ago, and yet it brings up issues that are so relevant to today, including uh, the problem of orphans and widows. I mean, people tend to think when you're living through something that this is the worst it's ever been. This is, uh, you know, life has never been quite like this before. There's some truth to that. I mean, you know how life goes. Times change. Problems, you know, dip and come and go. But the reality is, you know, the issue of, of children needing homes, it goes all the way back. And you're right. There are Right now, today, over 100,000 children who are waiting to be adopted. These are children whose rights have been severed from their biological parents. There's over 300,000 churches in America. Those numbers are pretty good if you try and put the two of them together and to say, boy, if every church were to commit to uh, at least raising this issue, putting on the radar the needs of the kids in your state around right there, maybe even in your town, you could do a real uh, damage to that list, you know, in terms of reducing and giving children forever homes. Uh, but we we don't tend to think that way. We tend to kind of go on our way, and and if it doesn't impact us immediately, we don't think about it. It's not uh, something that uh, most people think about, but it's it's why we, I think November is called uh, Adoption Awareness Month because we're trying to call need call out the need that is existing and all these kids you see their pictures you maybe hear their stories they're heartbreaking and you might say what can i do well there's a lot you can do Mm. well what you can do is uh in the month of november you can uh, do some extra reading on the and i would even expand this to not only adoption but to uh, foster care because november is adoption awareness month if you're just joining us, we're talking to uh, Paul Batour, Vice President of Communications for Focus on the Family. And by the way, if you're by your home or office uh, PC, not in the car, by the way, driving, but uh, go right now to FocusOnTheFamily.com, FocusOnTheFamily.com, especially if you have never visited this very, very vast resource. And they have a lot to say about to this and other topics. You know, uh, John Piper um, had said, um, was quoting the fact that um, when we look at adoption, many folks may think, well, as God started creating things and the train started getting off the track, you know, God had to accept um, this whole idea about some children would have to be adopted. But uh, as uh, John Piper points out that, you know, the Apostle Paul 
in his discussion in many areas, and I think even uh, I was reading some of the, about this today in First Timothy or Second uh, Timothy one, was this whole idea that that God also predestined adoption because He knew there would be these uh, situations because of the sin and the fallen world we live in. Uh, speak to that. Yeah, it's hard to reconcile um, two things. It's hard to, I've always found it hard to reconcile God's sovereignty with man's free will. I think theologians call that an antinomy. You know, it's an apparent contradiction. They seem to contradict, you know, that God knows everything that's going to happen. So he is sovereign. He controls everything. But yet he gives us free will. So you have children who are born outside of marriage. And then, of course, you have parents like you and like me who have had the privilege of welcoming a child into your home through adoption. And like I like to tell our kids, you know, their adoption was not in their life was not plan B. I mean, God knew what he was up to. He knew at the beginning how the end looks. And it's uh, it's just something that I think it's hard to get your head around because we're using human reasoning. But, you know, God knows everything. He knows from the beginning to the end. And so we have to be faithful to that as believers, and that's where our role comes in, where if you feel the Holy Spirit leaning into you or pushing on you, be uh, obedient to that, because he could work a miracle uh, through your family, through the gift of adoption. I, you know, a lot of people think, well, I, it doesn't really touch my family. You know, I was born fortunate enough to be born into a, but with biological parents, and, and I maybe have had biological children. But your life is, is different today because of, of people who have been adopted. I mean, you, you maybe you have an iPhone. Well, Steve Jobs in, helped invent that, and he was adopted. Maybe you went to lunch today to Wendy's. Well, Dave Thomas started that, and he was an adoptive child. Both sets of those parents, the adoptive parents, influenced them, put in their heart, uh, helped develop uh, you know, the, the skills that they needed to do what they did. Uh, it, I could go on and on. There's, there's so many people and, and so many ways your life has been impacted by the gift of adoption. And maybe you, as an, a, a prospective adoptive parent, uh, might be thinking about it. You could be having the next president of the United States if you, into your home. I mean, that's just the way it works. It's an amazing thing, especially when you try and connect all the dots. Mm. And I want to tell you that uh, two observations. One is, um, as my audience knows, um, just a few days ago, I returned from uh, Lebanon, and uh, I was uh, in a country that has 2.1 million refugees, many of which uh, the the husbands have been killed, assassinated. Many the uh, older male siblings uh, have been um, um, to just 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 captured and taken off. The daughters have been raped, and uh, just spent uh, some some very dedicated time interviewing and. Um, looking at this situation of 2.1 million refugees. And, you know, that didn't take God by surprise. But as we're talking today, it just goes to the point that there are situations that God knows that it's going to produce children uh, who need parents and need assistance. And uh, even when I think about what's happening in this country, uh, Paul, the number, the president just spoke about it. Uh, he's um, called attention to it with some special presidential directives. But I want to tell you that the opioid ec- epidemic and the, the women, the young women, unfortunately, who are using uh, these um, these drugs while they're pregnant, I mean, we have a large number of, of good uh, young boys, young girls. Our neonatal units are, 
are in some instances uh, 25 to 33 percent occupied by preemies who uh, are really suffering just as if they were a heroin addict uh, being born from a mom who was using opioids in their systems. And there is a great new ministry all across the land uh, for people to be able to adopt a lot of these children that won't go back to their uh, biological parents who are uh, just unfortunately were were drawn into the addictiveness of this nature. But uh, I want to tell you, uh, Paul, that even though, quote, unquote, um, in the old times we used to call kids retarded, and then we said, okay, we're not going to use that term anymore. But even now today we use special needs, and I'm concerned that that's kind of getting the same connotation as before. These are just kids that need our love. And um, without the labels, there's a lot that our people can do, maybe by just in November starting to step up and to find out more about what God may be saying to them about adoption in terms of one of these precious young children. Yeah, as Christians, I think we should be on the front lines of uh, uh, trying to help with this crisis that you referred to. I mean, it is a serious one. And and we're only going to be needed more and more in the future because more and more children are going to find themselves in foster care looking for a home. And, uh, you know, just the other day I saw we're here in Colorado Springs, the Denver Post had a story that they're expecting over the next three years to they need 1,200 new uh, foster care parents because of the opioid crisis. And, uh, you know, that's almost an untenable thing. I mean, if it you know, you have a millions of people in the state, so 1,200 doesn't sound like all that much. But when you have hundreds of children already waiting mm. right now, add more to it. It, it, it becomes a, a kind of almost an overwhelming thing. But again, Christians should be welcomed. And it's a little disconcerting when we find out that some within the government aren't overly comfortable working with Christians because of our, you know, the convictions we have with what a child uh, needs and how what that home should look like, mm-hmm. uh, th- that becomes a little more uh, delicate to deal with. And I just, you know, our prayer is that these government officials will lean into our help and accept our help and not fall prey to, you know, the political correctness that's kind of sweeping the country. You know, Paul Bator, by the way, for just joining us, that is Paul Bator's voice with uh, Focus on the Family, Vice President of Communications. And that website uh, is FocusOnTheFamily.com. That's FocusOnTheFamily.com. Another aspect that we don't talk about a lot, but I think it's important when, especially not only about adoption in general and specifically, say, adoption out of foster care, uh, I know here in our state, I don't know what the status is there in Colorado Springs or in Colorado, but I want to tell you that uh, we've worked very hard to try and uh, be there when these foster kids age out. And that's because we've got a terrible um, sex trafficking issue in this country. Uh, and uh, I want to tell you that uh, I, I, I still can't understand how they become so proficient at it. But these piranhas uh, that are out there waiting to take advantage of these uh, orphan children, both male and female, the moment that they no, no, no longer qualify to be in a group home or, say, in a foster home. And, uh, and I think that's another aspect that when we get involved with adoption and get involved with adoption early and do what we would do for all other kids, and that is to help usher them from say, high school years into a trade school years or into college years, 
that's another aspect of adoption we don't talk about, but I, I think it's a growing one that we ought to be praying about in this country. It is, and yeah, you're absolutely right. And and I never, until I came here to focus, it never occurred to me about children quote aging out. I thought, what what, what you know? When I first heard that, I had to ask, what 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 do you mean? And the idea that a child who's been bouncing around can't land a permanent home will come to that point where they're on their own. And I mean, we have a real problem with the trafficking issue, even here in Colorado, uh, you know, with the way the interstates uh, crosses and we have uh, I-25, which mm-hmm. is a major corridor north-south, and then we have I-70 crossing it. That is a, it is a hot spot for recruiting um, trafficking. And so legislation has been passed. They're, they're working at it, and it's become, it's improved. But, you know, and sadly, that need will never go away for uh, vigilance in, in protecting against those piranhas, as you reference them. Um, but it is a real issue, and a lot of folks might think, you know, I'm not really equipped to bring an infant into the home or a, a toddler. But, you know, the idea of, of welcoming a 17-, 18-year-old, the, the, you know, the needs are very different, you know, and you might just be that home they come to on weekends or uh, you know, after they're married, they have some place to come for Thanksgiving. Uh, it's it means a lot to these kids, and it, it the need and the um, the requirement is going to be less. I think you know we kids never stop needing parents. Uh, you know that's a misnomer. If you think well, once they reach 18, they're on their own. They don't need parents anymore. They may need them more. Uh, you know, from a worldly uh, wisdom perspective, and that's something that Christians are again better equipped than anyone to offer. Mm. Got a couple of minutes left, and let's talk about the fact that, again, November is Adoption Awareness Month. And, uh, you know, you may not uh, feel that God's calling you to be an adoptive parent full-time here in Florida. You can get uh, cleared and qualified with the courses to to be a foster parent uh, on a, a temporary basis to give a foster parent a reprieve. The other thing is, uh, what would it be like if every Christian church uh, here in the state of Florida or around the land got behind at least one adoptive parent? Talk about that, uh, uh, Paul, because there is an opportunity for churches to get behind a set of parents who will step up and to commit to help them as part of their ministries to raise a child. If every church did that, we wouldn't have a lot of children, would we? No, there'd be a huge uh, decline in the numbers. And you're right, the, the, the needs are very practical. A lot, of, a lot of the families out there, a lot of the children coming into the system, they need things like clothes. They need things like cribs and uh, toys. I mean, things that, you know, you, if you were, were a parent or are a parent, you know what your house looks like and you know what you need, the equipment that you uh, have in order to get the job done. You don't have to have a lot, but you have to have the basics. And a lot of these children, uh, literally, uh, and this is just almost breaks your heart. You know, a lot of them move from home to home with their clothes in a in a plastic bag because mm. they the system doesn't pay for a knapsack or for a uh, you know a piece of luggage. They don't have it. They don't. They've never owned a piece. So I know there are some ministries popping up that provide backpacks so that kids can have some degree of dignity when they have to move and they have a place to put their things that, you know, doesn't resemble someone who doesn't even have a home at all. Um, So that's one thing. I mean, you could really provide, if you check with the agencies in your area, talk to the foster care placement uh, and say, what what do you need? And, And literally, you know, maybe you have clothes in your attic that the kids have outgrown. 
uh, maybe you have toys that you would maybe would just offer at a at a garage sale, and you know you're not going to get much for those anyway. Why not give them to someone who really uh, would love them and be blessed by them? So there's all different kinds of practical ways. Um, you can look around your house and see what other pieces of furniture that might be needed and necessary. Mm. So I, I appreciate you raising this as a as a very practical way to help. Mm. Well, we could go on and on. It's a subject that uh, I, I love to talk about uh, with my own situation, but uh, we're out of time. But I want to tell you, hey, go to uh, Paul Batura's resource. Of course, he's Vice President of Communications for Focus on the Family. That website is focusonthefamily.com, focusonthefamily.com. Many ways for you to get involved with uh, adoption with your own home or maybe supporting another in your church but uh, let's, have, have, let's all have an awareness of what we can do to help those children who need us. Paul, good to have you with us this afternoon, and I wish you a very blessed weekend. You too, Bill. Thank you. God bless you. I'm Bill Bunkley. More of the Bill Bunkley Show on this Friday afternoon, including our opportunity to go to California now with MovieGuide.org. Let's talk about Let There Be Light. That's that new Sean Hannity film with uh, uh, Mr. Sorbo. That and more coming up. Don't go away. I'll be right back. With SRN News, I'm Val Dior. Some 2,800 files on the assassination of President John F. Kennedy have now been made public. The released government files on the assassination show authorities madly chasing after chips, however thin, in the days after the shooting in Dallas. No big revelations have been found so far. President Trump is delaying the release of hundreds of others because of national security concerns. The sentencing phase underway at Fort Bragg for Bo Bergdahl and former Navy SEAL James Hatch's career as a commando in in a firefight while searching for Bergdahl. Hatch says that a dishonorable discharge is the punishment he wants most. Bergdahl faces up to life in prison for behavior before the enemy, misbehavior before the enemy, and desertion. Game three of the World Series tonight in Houston with the series tied at one game apiece and a productive day on Wall Street. The Dow up 33 to 23-434. NASDAQ up 144. The S&P 500 up 21. You're listening to SRN News. The best Christian music to brighten your day. Messages that inspire hope, life, and spiritual transformation. And a safe place for you to grow in your faith. Hey, this is Kristen Jody of Loving the Outcome. And if this sounds like something you could use, visit ChristianRadio.com. ChristianRadio.com is a place where you can find hope when it seems there is none. Now all of your favorite Christian radio stations can go with you wherever you go. Visit online at ChristianRadio.com or download the free mobile app today. So... What would you do with an extra $500 a month in your budget? 500 bucks. This isn't hypothetical, by the way. This is something you may need to think about very soon if you decide to become a member of MediShare. MediShare is a way to pay for your health care, and typically it costs $500 less per month for a family versus other health care plans. So seriously, think about this. You could pay off loans, pay down a mortgage, save the money for retirement, donate to charity. That would be a big deal. But you know what? Here's the best thing. MediShare works. It has 250,000 members, and it's growing fast. With MediShare, not only do you save, you don't have to pay for things you don't believe in either, and that is a beautiful thing too. So here's how you can find out more, and you might actually wind up saving even more than $500 a month. So check into it. Here's the number. Call 844-41-BIBLE. That's 844-41-BIBLE. Now available in Montana. Call 844-41-BIBLE. Bible. Sunday mornings at 9, join Rabbi Stephen Weiler for Heart of Messiah. 
And also we looked at verse 35, which talks about as long as there's a sun, a moon, stars, that the nation of Israel will never cease from being a nation before God. Heart of Messiah, Sunday mornings at 9 on Faith Talk, AM 570, and online at letstalkfaith.com. As grateful as we are, the cost of saying thanks with turkey, dressing, and all the fixings can really add up. And then Christmas shopping. Here at Faith Talk, we want to bless you and help you bless others with the $3,500 thanks giveaway. Click the contest tab at letstalkfaith.com. Sign up before November 20th, and you could have 3,500 more reasons to say thanks. The $3,500 thanks giveaway. Click the contest tab at letstalkfaith.com. Hey, we're back, and it is Friday afternoon, and we're looking uh, about the uh, quote-unquote Halloween weekend with Halloween next Tuesday. And so during this segment, as we take you out to uh, California for a little conversation with our friends at uh, Movie Guide, I want to tell you that uh, we'll also have a a resource for you uh, about uh, an alternative to some of the uh, secular Halloween activities and Dr. Bear has weighed in, so just want to kind of tease that a little bit as we go further. Ben Kaiser is with us today, and uh, Ben is a managing editor there, with along with Dr. Ted Bear, uh, who's the publisher, editor-in-chief at Movie Guide. If you're just joining us for the first time, hey, if you have your smartphone or by your home or office PC, go to movieguide.org. That's movieguide.org, and uh, check out the website. And, of course, uh, Dr. Bear, along with uh, Ben, what a yeoman's job they are doing in Hollywood uh, in terms of uh, uh, letting them know all of uh, what uh, those producers and directors and actors, the whole uh, establishment could be doing to reach out more to the Christian community. Plus, uh, if you haven't checked out uh, the website, along with their biweekly journal, but the website is an awesome opportunity for you uh, to go and check out even the films we'll be talking about today. We'll just scratch the surface, but you can really drill down. Again, that website is movieguide.org. Ben Kaiser, good to have you with us today. Good to be back with you, Bill. Well, just very briefly before we start to talk about the movies, it's uh, this whole situation with uh, Harvey uh, Weinstein and uh, now the ripple effect around the country. Uh, just a very quick question. Do you think that uh, in terms of uh, Hollywood, do you think that uh, what's happening more and more about now, the conversations that are coming forth, especially about uh, uh, how those in, in high places or in entertainment, uh, uh, what happens really with uh, some of these male-female relationships, do, do you think that any of this will uh, in the end result, calls Hollywood to, to re-look at themselves and make some changes? Well, in some respects, yes, because it's becoming clear that people won't stand and, and let these type of things happen anymore, and more and more people are willing to speak up and uh, show some accountability towards these, uh, uh, whether they're film executives or producers or what have you. And it's not even necessarily something that's only in the entertainment industry. This is through all industries. Uh, but the, uh, I, there is, there is definitely an, uh, an extent where, uh, you know, people 
realize that they have they have to be held accountable for for their actions. And uh, you know, the Bible even says, "Be sure that your sins will find you out." Uh, but there's there's a, a spiritual component and and a, a heart component as well. I don't think we're we're at the point where people are are ready to to give up all the uh, uh, you know the the sinful desires of the flesh yet. That's where that's where spiritual revival has to happen. Of course, people should uh, uh, you know be punished for for these terrible sexual harassment and assault cases. But I think uh, uh, you know after that we need to start moving on towards reaching reaching the heart of the problem. And the heart of the problem is the heart itself. Mm. The heart is is deceitful and and uh, lustful. And and uh, I think we need to as a church need to be tackling these issues head on. Uh, we, and that's where really we start. We start in the church, and then we can start reaching the culture with the gospel and, and trying to uh, uh, point people towards the truth. And, and the, the truth is purity. It's, it's uh, uh, you know, following after God with, with all of our heart, with all of our mind and our soul. You know, it, it means giving up our our you know sinful passions and desires at leaving them at the cross of jesus and saying no we're going to live a better way so i i i and i know that's kind of a long answer to your question no, it's great. There, there are definitely some good things that are happening but the the work that needs to be happening is the gospel advancing in hollywood mm. And so let's talk about some of the ways that uh, that gospel can advance. And by the way, you're listening to the voice of Ben Kaiser. And again, the website to uh, be looking at, if you've got an opportunity right now, is movieguide.org. That's movieguide.org. Well, the first movie up this afternoon, I've got to tell you that uh, when you have a, a producer that has the name of Sean Hannity and you get the Fox Network to kind of get the word out. Now, I know it's kind of in the echo chamber of those of us on the right, but you add that uh, to the very accomplished, uh, well, hey, if you can get Hercules to be part of your film, and, uh, of course, I'm talking about uh, Kevin Sorbo, and then uh, his wife, Sam, is uh, involved with uh, uh, the dialogue of the movie or the writing of the movie. Let's talk about Let There Be Light, because uh, even though uh, I heard Sean talking about the fact it's only be uh, going to be a limited release this weekend, I can tell you, Ben Kaiser, there's a... Uh, there's more than a handful of movies right here in our listing area that uh, this movie is scheduled and opening up today. So how did you guys rate this? Yeah, well, you know, you mentioned uh, getting Hercules himself in the movie. Hercules actually directed this movie. This was directed yes. by Kevin himself. Uh, I believe this is his first feature film that he directed, and uh, it's it's a really great movie. He plays a uh, an atheist. Uh, in this movie, which we've seen him do before in the first God's Not Dead movie. Uh, and in this movie, he's like, he's a, like such a hardcore atheist that he's actually uh, doing debates with Christians. And he, his whole career is to defeat uh, any believer in the debate and try to uh, uh, quelch any belief in God. And this is because years later, years before he lost his son in, in an, uh, to an illness, tragically, and his wife uh, uh, was a believer, and she held on to her faith, and this caused uh, Kevin Sorbo's character to, to reject God out of anger. So that ended up ruining their marriage. Well, one day, uh, 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 Sorbo's character gets in a, a car accident, and uh, in this car accident, he sees 
he has a near-death experience and he sees his son uh, in a vision and his son tells him to, to let there be light. So the rest of this, and this really shakes him up. So the rest of this movie, he's trying to decipher what, <laughs> what, what this means. And uh, it's, it's actually really touching. He goes, he goes back to his wife and is asking her for guidance. And his wife is played by his real-life wife, Sam Sorbo. And she does a cr- terrific job. She's, she's uh, probably the, the best role in this movie. And it's, it's really powerful. The only uh, cautionary elements that we have is in the movie, uh, Sorbo's character is uh, an alcoholic. So there's some heavy drinking um, mm-hmm. that you know, requires some caution uh, and some moderate violence. But for the most part, it's a very powerful uh, uh, drama. We gave it four stars. We gave it a plus one. That just means the uh, light caution. And, uh, uh, it, yeah, you mentioned that it's not opening wide, but it is opening in over 300 theaters. So I, there's likely going to be uh, p- plenty of places in Tampa where you can see it. Uh, and if you're looking to see a movie, go, you know, go support this faith-based one. Uh, Kevin's a, a good friend, and we think people will really enjoy it and be touched by it. And if you can, you know, maybe bring an unbelieving friend that you have, uh, you know, or a relative or family member that doesn't know the Lord. And this could be a great uh, uh, evangelistic opportunity. I want to ask you about that. I know we got other movies to get to, and time is fleeting, but. Uh, I want to ask you about the Sean Hannity uh, component here because Sean has a very wide audience uh, on Fox. Now, some of that audience are uh, Christian world viewers like uh, Ben and I and maybe you, but there's a lot of conservatives, well, liberals and moderates too, but I mean there's a lot of conservatives who might not be Christians, who might not be social conservatives per se, but with Sean being involved, I think that raises the curiosity. And in the same vein where you just suggested bringing an unsafe person, do you think that uh, we're going to have uh, an unusual amount of people seeing this because of their uh, affinity for Sean Hannity? And then they're going to get all these other values that they aren't regularly exposed to. Talk about that. I hope so, because even our President Trump retweeted something that Sean Hannity had had tweeted about the movie, which, you know, that's that's good publicity for for the movie. And and I really do hope that even if there are people that come to this movie that are maybe conservatives and maybe they would call themselves Christians, but it's more of a cultural Christianity. Uh, I, I hope that it would maybe even encourage those people to move beyond the uh, just the label of Christianity and really finding a deeper personal relationship with Jesus. Because uh, that that's it, it's not just about the name and saying you're Christian, but it's actually walking with the Lord uh, that will begin to produce fruit in our lives. So I, I totally agree with you, and I and I hope there is a big impact there. Mm. Now I want to be very careful. I want to encourage you if you can at all get out this weekend to see this movie. It is important to get out this weekend and to have that opening weekend uh, number count. But I do want to tell you, remind you. Next Tuesday is what? It's Halloween. And if you can't get out this weekend to see the movie, and especially if you have uh, teenagers or older kids, you might want to consider this next Tuesday as a Halloween evening alternative. You know, maybe you're not wanting to be there and participate in Halloween. Maybe you're not wanting to give out the, the candy. Now, I know many of you will do that as part of an outreach, but I'm just suggesting, too, 
First of all, the number one priority is to be in that number count if you will support this movie. But I want to tell you it's a great alternative when um, uh, Halloween actually comes around Tuesday night and you can be at the theaters. So we're talking to Ben Kaiser with Movie Guide. Let's move on because another, a powerful, powerful drama and uh, so much of what we have in our heart from our Iraq, Afghanistan, even Vietnam veterans who have seen some awful things and deal with uh, PTSD. This movie is called Thank You for Your Service. Ben Kaiser, tell us about this one. It's a very fitting name, especially as we're leading uh, up to Veterans Day coming up here soon. Because like you said, it's it's about some of the uh, soldiers that are coming back from uh, from the Iraq War and and just the struggles that they deal with, the, the PTSD, depression, suicide, uh, it, it's such a prevalent thing. And, and a lot of the bureaucracy that they have to deal with once they come home uh, uh, in the Veterans Affairs is just really troublesome. So this drama follows some of those soldiers, and it's, it's one of the most effective dramas about this subject that we've ever seen, uh, hearkening back to the, the movie The Best Years of Our Lives. It is so well done, but I, I, I have to really emphasize this. It is very heavy. There mm. is some, some very tough content, mm. uh, both including foul language and violence and, and some sexual content as well. So we really want to emphasize that there's a strong caution. There's definitely – it's a very patriotic movie that, that doesn't get super political but honors these soldiers and the struggles they deal with. But, you know, it's definitely not for – for young teenagers, uh, it's for adults only. Uh, uh, so we we highly recommend you read the full content section and our review. Uh, but uh, it, it is a powerful drama, and that also comes out. This uh, it's from the uh, the screenwriter of American Sniper. He wrote and directed this movie. Uh, uh, it's his first uh, directorial debut. Mm. And again, I want to remind you that's why Movie Guide is so important and going to movieguide.org and go to this review and drill down. I assure you that it is not a movie for your kids, uh, for anyone under 18. And also, uh, you might want to read for yourself because though it's very true to life, true to life can be very brutal and uh, can be a very difficult uh, journey and pathway. So, Again, uh, minus two on content. Quality is four stars. Um, one that uh, really uh, certainly uh, calls our attention to our heroes here. And uh, we have one more movie. And uh, this one, I'm not real familiar with the subject of the movie, but uh, Richard Turner, uh, who is a magician, uh, but uh, he is totally blind. Uh, this movie is entitled uh, Delt. And uh, talk about this one because... He must be pretty good if he's totally blind and is able to fool so many people. Oh, yeah. So Delt is in a few theaters, but it's also available on VOD, so you can uh, rent it uh, on demand. But, yeah, the, Richard Turner is considered one of the greatest card manipulators. That's what they call him, uh, uh, card manipulators in the world. And what he can do with a deck of cards and the tricks that he can do is absolutely astounding. And it's even more astounding because, as you said, he is completely blind. 
and it, it follows his story. It is a documentary. It's not a, it's not a drama. So they do interviews with Richard Turner and with his family. Uh, but the other really neat fact about it is that he's also a committed Christian. And that's a big part of the story. And, and uh, you know, how his faith is kind of the bedrock of, of, of his family. He is married and he has a son and they go to church regularly. And uh, it's just, it's a very powerful uh, uh, story of this man's life. And it reminds you of, you know, truly with God, we can do anything. And, you know, the Bible tells us this, and it's remarkable uh, uh, how much uh, we can overcome obstacles that come our way uh, with, with God's favor and with his uh, uh, just blessing on our life. So if you're looking for like an uplifting movie, we definitely recommend it. We gave it a plus one. There's very little objectionable content, no foul language, uh, uh, and it's a four-star quality documentary. It's a very interesting documentary. So that's the movie Delt. All right. And again, you can get in-depth analysis of all of these movies and more by going to movieguide.org. That's movieguide.org. Well, I have a soon-to-be 12-year-old reminding me that in a year he's going to be a teenager, which I can't even fathom that to tell you how all that's playing. But uh, it's that time of the year again, and it's Halloween. And uh, I know with an audience as diverse as we have this afternoon, uh, we certainly have very uh, conservative uh, thought and opinion about uh, the occult and uh, dabbling in this. We also have Probably a lot of uh, folks on the other side of the perspective are just saying, hey, it's just it's just some fun thing for the kids. Uh, I'm pretty conservative on that. But there are some Christian alternatives to Halloween. And Dr. Ted Bear himself, along with Dr. Tom Snyder there uh, with uh, MovieGuide.org, has uh, written this article. So, Ben, uh, give us some of the highlights here. Yeah, so our, our alternative suggestion is for people to celebrate All Saints Day. And All Saints Day, uh, historically, is when you honor Christian martyrs through history, people that have have died uh, for the faith. And this could be missionaries. This could be uh, just people all over the world that uh, uh, suffered purely because uh, they followed Jesus. And there are, there are a ton of great movies that that could do this. Some new ones as well. Next week, there's a movie coming out called On the Wings of Eagles. And it's actually the follow-up story to Chariots of Fire about Eric Liddell, who, uh, after winning gold uh, medal in the 400-meter Olympic race in Paris in 1924, uh, went on to be a missionary in China and then ended up dying in, in China. And there's a movie starring Joseph Fiennes uh, about him coming out next next week. And, and in this article, there are a bunch of other suggestions like The Robe or Quo Vadis or uh, uh, Luther, Squanto. There, there are some great movies, both recent and older, that you can you know, uh, watch with your family and teach them. That's one thing that uh, was very valuable to myself growing up was uh, my grandparents were missionaries. It was a very active thing where we would talk about, you know, what does it mean to be to be a missionary, to share the gospel, both locally in our own country, but also internationally, and some of the harsh hardships that people face, and really honoring those people and the work that they do on behalf of uh, the gospel and the kingdom of God. I think it's an important thing, and and uh, it's a, it's a good alternative when when people are out there, you know, celebrating celebrating death or darkness uh, in, you know, negative ways. And we, we see it, it's out there. We see it all the time. Maybe some people, 
you know, we'll, we'll take Halloween and, and celebrate it in a more lighthearted way. But there's also a lot of people that take it too far and, and are celebrating the darkness. And I think it's important that we really try to focus and celebrate the light. Absolutely. Well, that's all the time we have for this afternoon. As always, what an excellent analysis uh, and recap by Ben Kaiser. I want to remind you that their website is movieguide.org, movieguide.org, and all we can do is scratch the surface. Hey, go to the website, bookmark it, download the apps for your iPhone uh, as well as your Android phone, and to get you really set up, especially as we get into the holiday season. Ben Kaiser, as always, thanks for being with us, and have a blessed weekend. Thanks so much, Bill. God bless. Take care. That'll wrap up this Friday edition of the Bill Bunkley Show. As always, been an honor to be with you here today. And uh, we'll be uh, getting a little R&R this weekend and getting all rested. I'll be back here at 4 o'clock on Monday to serve you. Coming up in a moment, my pastor, Dr. Ken Witten, senior pastor at Idlewild Baptist Church. On his radio ministry today, Living Truth, the topic, Understanding Grace. Understanding Grace, that's part two of a two-part series from Luke chapter 7, the 36th through the 50th verse. Be some great teaching for you on the way home. So until then, again, thanks for being part of our show today. Have a wonderful weekend yourself. God bless and good evening. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 